Well, hey there. Welcome. Welcome back to Divas, Diamonds, and Dollars podcast, helping you live your best life, offering whole life insights and a unique perspective from two sisters and sisters speaking to the collective sisterhood of women everywhere. Now, you know, for all you evolved men out there, you are welcome. We are your hosts, Larissa Troch and Cecilia Benford. Now, each week we bring you the key success principles for personal finance, leadership, and business to help empower you with the tools and strategies to help you get ahead and succeed at a higher level every day. We invite you to lean in for possibly the best conversation you have had all week. Of course, before we get started, I'd give a little station break. We wanted to take a moment to remind you to subscribe to Divas, Diamonds, and Dollars podcast. That way you never miss out on any of our hot topics. Now, if you want to really support us, please do share also with a friend. Now, guess what we're going to talk about today. Now, are you feeling overwhelmed, perhaps, with all that you have been tasked to accomplish? Do you feel like you're drowning under the weight of unfinished projects, languishing in your to-do bin? Is your to-do list a mile long, emails backed up and unanswered? Hey, us too. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, we all know a woman's work is never done, such as life. I, I'm, I'm like, who said that anyway? But where there's a will, there's a way. And we thought today would be a fine time to walk you through two huge keys that will give you the most benefit and likelihood for success. That's what we're about. We want to put you in position for success. Now, I was thinking about this as I woke up. You know how it is when you have entirely too much to do. So here's the thing. I'm talking off topic here. But mm. I read recently that, you know, they keep talking about stress and cortisol and how you, first of all, the cortisol is giving us that midlife midline bulge so they said you know if you're stressed you need to de-stress and keep write your journal at night so you can just get everything out of your head and so you can sleep so i've been doing my journals about about a week um because i don't actually feel like i'm stressed out i do kind of feel overwhelmed sometimes which me that's different from being stressed out stress is to me is worry um because i always have a lot to do Hmm. but um that's not off topic go ahead yeah, so I'm just saying, so I'm keeping the journal mm-hmm. just in case. <laughs> you know, I always yeah. do my just in case stuff. I call that preventive, right. just in case, preventive medicine. Um, but I don't necessarily know that I'm doing it the right way, but I am back on keeping a journal because I've kept a journal for years. Then I kind of stopped and then blah, blah, blah. But so now I'm just doing that every night. So we'll see. Maybe I'll put that on my report backlist. So anywho, um, that was for stress. And so if you're not doing it, that isn't on our list of things to talk about, but maybe try it out. Okay, now, first of all, let's state the obvious. Hmm. Now, you know this. No, you don't know this. So I'm speaking to you, Cecilia. You don't have to go it alone. <laughs> now, ideally, <laughs> ideally, you have at least found emotional and professional support through colleagues, gal pals, and mentors, because you need that support team behind you. Uh, it makes it just no matter what is going on, if you have someone rooting for you, cheering for you, mm-hmm. helping you, it makes everything so much better, doesn't it? It does. Everybody needs a cheerleader. But to help you with the heavy lifting, if you will, 
if you are able, as soon as you're able, and probably even before you think you are able, hire a team member or three. Now, I'm saying three a little facetiously, but you do need at least one person to start with to address some of the administrative work of working in your business. Now, you already know there's a difference between working in your business and working on your business. So the administrative support is that person that's going to take care of some of that minutia that it just takes up so much time. So that's, you know, opening the store, if you have uh, brick and mortar, making your copies, serving your customers, ordering supplies, sweeping. Is anybody sweeping these days? <laughs> Doing research or so, uh, posting your social media, you know, all the fun stuff. Now, Cecilia, could you imagine? You're so efficient. What can you, what, what should you be farming out right about now? Because I know you got something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I like to farm out IT stuff. Yes. When I'm trying to do something, I mean, I feel like that takes a, a lot of time for me, for me. I mean, there's so many different, I know there are tools out there. And so it's just kind of what you get stuck with, or you don't want to take the time to learn another way maybe, but yeah, I farm out the IT stuff for sure. If only, I'm so wary of anybody touching my computer because all my treasures are on my computer. If I lost anything, I would officially lose my mind. And, and, and can I mention another one? And, and maybe this is, and I don't know, we've never really talked about this or how we would do it. Researching. So one of the things that, because uh, you mentioned research, right? And I know for a fact that a lot of people do farm out research, but you know, that's a, that's an art because what I have found is that sometimes you almost have to teach people critical thinking skills mm -hmm. because, and, and somebody really has to think like you. And I mean, so that's another biggie. And so I know you do a lot of research. I research that takes time. <laughs> and what happens when you're researching? It's like you go down the rabbit hole because there's another link and there's Hello. something else. Oh, that's Hello. so interesting. Let me look at it. It'll just take a second. Oh, yeah. Hours later. Well, you know, it's like, uh, uh, okay. So that's a, so, you know, that, that was, that, that was a time suck. That's a toughie because as you say, yeah. teaching critical thinking, I didn't know what the disconnect was, but when I did have a VA, um, I, I, I wanted him to work on my newsletter. And so I, I showed him this topic, these types of stories. I gave him examples. Yeah. This, and it did not work. It, it, it worked. I think the thing of it is because he was still at the stage, he was trying to impress me. So he was trying to hurry up. And I'm like, no, I would rather accuracy over speed. Anyway, that's a whole, yeah. You know what? I, I did put together some procedures for um, a virtual assistant because again, I was trying to really make it easy. I put like a template schedule and um, some how-tos and some samples. So maybe that's another podcast at another time. But anyway, did we talk about going down the rabbit hole? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh. So anyway, working in your business now because you can even hire out for some of the higher functions of working on your business. You know, common 
theory, is that the right word? Suggests that, you know, the leaders are working on their business, not in their business. We definitely know you shouldn't be working in, but you know, there's some ways that working on your business that can also be farmed out, mm-hmm. um, such as installing systems, creating processes, automating tasks, or, you know, leading, managing your, managing that team that you need to have, right? So, but here's a scoop. I, I learned this recently. I was taking a training for how to buy businesses, mind you, uh, without money out of pocket. So, you know, I wanted to hear all about that because being a multipreneur, you don't have to start from scratch, first of all. And so I definitely wanted to learn about this as another tool to offer my ladies on, you know, how to buy a business. And so his position was that you should be working above your business. And that's essentially how where you hire operators, secure investors, mentors, advisors into new verticals, which is, I know some of these terminologies, again, that's another podcast, but integrate uh, your supplier distribution channels, acquire intellectual property or media or competitors. So that's really the big league. So I'm not going to go too deep in that, but I mean, that was another, another level of learning. I'm like, I get that. So I'm, I'll be excited to dig into that one deeper later. But remember the three levels, definitely hire out for, get support for working in your business. That's all the back office minutiae that you are too busy to try and, and take on. And even kind of parsing out some of the on functions, you don't have to do it all. That's the point we're trying to get across to you. Because, you know, at the end of the day, once your business is on solid footing, you could be working above your business. And that is when the whole uh, generational wealth comes in, the whole lifestyle comes in. And that's where you are really, you're, you've really positioned yourself well. So let's, let's make sure we talk about that later. So anyway, as I said, that's the big leak. But before we get there, Yes, before we get there, I want to say something before you go to your next. I want to go back to something because it just hit me. Uh, to well, Something that I did this weekend, something I heard this morning. Serving customers. Mm. Um, typically, it depends on the business. So this morning I heard this lady, her mm. name is Bethany Frankel. And both of those. I know who that is. When you said Bethany, I'm like, is there another Bethany? I guess there's not. And I know she started out with the skinny girl wine, which I've, you know, bought before, but she's now branched out. Uh And she has a book out that says business is personal. Mm -hmm. And so the emphasis being that really you grow your business because people it's all about connecting with you right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so she said because a lot of times there's this old adage that says oh it's not personal she said well it is personal you know Mm -hmm. when something happens or you do something and so I just thought that was a good you, you really have to hear the opposite of that to really get the point right and so I was listening to her this morning and said yep yep that's that's definitely true and so then that reminded me that, you know, when you're in a, a restaurant, um, you, you know, I appreciate when the head person walks around and asks me how my meal was mm-hmm. instead of having somebody else like the, the wait staff ask you. And so um, 
you know, it's usually more high end, but I think some of the better restaurants do that too. So mm -hmm. that's what that reminded me of that. Yes, that that's that personal touch that, you know, yeah, the food is great, but I appreciate you really asking me because, you know, it might be at that point that I really tell you, but you know what, this is, you know, I might would do something different or, you know, it's a conversation. And then the other thing it reminded me, so um, we were running errands this weekend and I was cleaning off my kitchen table. I had saved a newspaper article. I always, I'm always fascinated about people starting businesses. So if it looks like I'm interested. And so I happened to cut this one out and I'd had it for a little while. And so I said, this is near where we're gonna be because it's not, a, it's not in my normal travel route. But anyway, long story short, took a little effort to find it because of how the, um, mapping did but we found it and I went in and it was kind of like a like a treasure hunt you know and I went in and I said oh we found you I'm so glad we found you and you know it just you know we all just kind of everybody was like well, who are these people you know but it's an eatery eatery and so I remember the picture is a son and daughter and the father and so it was the son and daughter who were up front but this is where you could see them doing that. You could see the, you know, the whole food, looked at the clients coming in and watched how they related to these clients. I said, oh, okay, these are repeat customers. And, um, and I asked them, so how'd you all pick this location? And are you from here? Because again, that there was some little nuggets out of that. And the father was actually preparing the food. Uh, well, part of the person, but you know, he's, he's very visible and he spoke from behind, you know, he made a, a point to speak up. G generally, when you see people preparing food, they're not one of those to speak up. So I just want to throw that out. Depends on your business. How about engaging customers will bring you customers. That's really the point I wanted to make. Yeah, no, I don't necessarily know that serving customers is in the interacting with customers part because there's a lot of behind the scenes work that goes uh -huh. to preparing to provide for your customers. Yeah, so as you say, depends on your business. And then of course, at what point, because yeah, my business model is high touch. So mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so the two keys. No, we we promised you two keys. We were gonna we were gonna we're getting there. See, so I'm bringing you the two keys now. So we did not lose the point. Okay, so what we want you to do, we want to offer you, uh, put you in the starters block with these two key growth factors. Here's what you got to do. First of all, focus on strategy. This is where people get bogged down because they're trying trying to do too much all at once. Now, being a multipreneur, yes, does mean multiple businesses, but that does not, that makes you more focused. Let me tell you, you have to be focused. So when you're looking at your business and you feel like your hair is on fire, you do need to focus on strategy. So divide and conquer. Do not tackle too much at once because sure, there's a lot that has to be done, but when does it need to be done, right? There's a process. And I hope we talked about that is putting is, is, is your processes. So you have to have a strategy, know where you're going, essentially your roadmap. You have to sit down and pencil this out. Mm -hmm. So um, 
you know, revisit and reprioritize. This is the other thing that we get, you know, we think everything's an urgent, critical matter, and it is not. Mm -hmm. I have been around the track long enough to tell you, it is not all an emergency. And if it is, you're doing something else wrong. We need to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. So make sure you are working on the right thing at the right time. Strategy. And listen, automate you what you can. Automation is your friend. And you know, you can automate a lot because there's an app for that. There has been so much progress, even in this small window of time that I've been trying to make some magic. Every 15 minutes, there's something new. And of course, no, I got to try it. No, you don't have to try it all. You need to pick and choose. (laughs) But there's some help out there for you. Do not get swallowed into the vortex. You do not have to do everything. Team automation. Two keys that are going to save your sanity. Get low cost support. You know, if you don't think you can hire a VA right off, an assistant, virtual assistant, um, get low cost support from Fiverr or Elance or Upwork or all their cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just get a project, just get someone to do that project or that website or that landing page or you know they had you know what I bought from Fiverr? I bought um PLRs, private label resource. And I'm sure that's not what it's called. But PLRs is like, you know, how you want to get someone's email, but you need to provide them something. It's like a free download. So I did one, I bought some PLRs for real estate, for example, and that just helps you build your um your email list, right? I've said it 18 times. If you do not have a list, you do not exist. So you 200% need to be marketing to people. And that's just one way you can create your download or you can go buy some downloads that you can either modify or use as is. So that's just one thing that you can do. But for example, one of my clients has vacation rentals and you know it's popular that some people want floor plans. There's people on, on Fiverr that do floor plans, quality floor plans, for example. So that you need to take some time to go on to Fiverr and see what they can do for you. Um, now it's called Fiverr because it's supposed to start at $5. You're not gonna buy the $5 version. You're going to make up more dollars, but it's still very affordable. And you know what else? At the end, of, you know, at, if, it, if it comes to that, delay it for another day. So strategy will save your life. Put that on a t-shirt. Strategy has saved my life today. It's so- and, and, you know, if, if I may, so like you started off talking about being overwhelmed one, I remember I was going through a bunch you know, work stuff. And I finally, first and foremost, had to acknowledge I was overwhelmed. Because when you're that person who tries to do it all and you're trying to cover the bases and you're, sometimes you just keep doing that, right? But you have to acknowledge you're overwhelmed because when you don't, you just keep kind of being on that treadmill, one. So that was a that was something that woke me up, kind of. Oh, I'm overwhelmed, and I, I said it. It's okay to say that. You have to. The other thing is like when you said delay for another day. Mm. I believe truly, when you get to the end of the day, you know you've got your plan out. You you know strategically are following it, but guess what? You didn't make it right. So. I think with the word delay, it's kind of like when you said earlier, revisit and reprioritize. I call it for myself, 
my end of day reassessment. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. Don't just, huh, I didn't get it done. Because it kind of, when you do it, when you don't reassess, you have this nagging at you that, oh, I didn't finish. Oh, I should have. It does weigh on you. Yeah. If you really make a conscious effort, no, I'm reassessing. It's okay. And so in my reassessment, this is what I'm going to do with what I didn't get done. And that it's okay because I reprioritized. Because I, what, what I found with working with others that they don't go through this reassessment process. They just keep, oh, I didn't get it done. And then I'm like, okay, two weeks later, and I ask them, well, what, 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 what are you doing? What, what did she do? I, I just didn't get it done. Okay, but we had a conversation about this. You, you have to put some action to this. You have to think about it. How are you going to now, because your timeline has changed, you must reassess. So I, I, that's the word I kind of like as well as reprioritizing. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> and like they put a period there and there should be a comma. Like I didn't get it done, period. Yeah. No, I didn't get it done, comma. Right. And this is how I will address it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we, have I, yeah. we gave you all extra, a bonus grammar lesson. There you go. That's right. right. So. <laughs> uh, and your second critical key for success is your stamina. Now, we may have mentioned this once or twice, but you have got to take better care of yourself. You are carrying a lot on your shoulders. Now, ideally, that's by choice. Um, but still, that doesn't make the weight any lighter. That's right. I have to tell you. So we need you to take better care of yourself so you can do all the things. Now, you know what I'm going to start with. So I'm just going to go ahead and get that out. And you're just going to throw that out there so we can get it over with. You got to make better few choices, uh, Larissa. Um, you know, I'm suggesting that you incorporate some superfoods for energy and better nutrition. Now, I, I do make some effort at doing the right thing in that regard. I mean, I, I could, I tell you, I lived on kale smoothies for a long time. Then I kind of OD'd, but I still have my, I'm calling it my healthy smoothies, my kitchen sink smoothies. <clears throat> Cause I got to make the fruit in there, but I got to throw in some of that stuff that's supposed to help me. Cause I cannot sit and eat a bowl of oatmeal, but I can grind it up and put it in my uh, smoothie, for example. But there are a lot of um, supplements and I'm not prescribing anything, but you know, consider what your needs are. And if you're that person who needs your stuff to taste good, it's so I enjoy a good smoothie to make sure I'm getting in all my nutrition. Uh, and you know what comes right behind eating better. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You gotta, you gotta exercise. Look, I know you're saying, look, I got too much to do. I don't have time to go to the gym. Well, you don't have to go to the gym to exercise. I hate to break this. Now, but the thing of it is, you do need to include weights and cardio. When you get to be grown folks like us, weights are even more important. So you have to include at least twice a week. Uh, uh, I think it's 20 minutes of weights. Um, so your cardio and your weights, because you got it. If you don't use it, you're going to lose it, first of all. But exercise really adds to your energy. It helps you sleep better, helps you... It makes you stronger. And when you're healthier, you can honestly do more. And mm -hmm. 
I'm not suggesting that you overwork yourself, but we are, as we started the beginning, we're doing a lot. We got things to do. So I'm suggesting that you take care of yourself so that you can do it better. And I'm going to also suggest that you take a break every few hours. Now, I also, I put together a 15 minute boogie break. It's just some good up-tempo songs that, you know, like at three o'clock, you know, when you're just kind of dragging, you had that lunch and it was good and your stomach's full and then your eyes get a little bit heavy. Get up and dance for 15 minutes or so. Dance it out in your office, close the door, close the blinds. I don't know, dance in your living room, just get up and move. You cannot stay glued to that chair because it will, it does, your body parts do strange things when you're sitting for hours on a time. So, so uh -huh. for my personal, uh -huh. my personal agenda, because I've always been uh, about eating and exercising, it wasn't until maybe some later years that I really got into the taking a break. Mm -hmm. So, um, because what, what I found is, yeah, you can push through it. You can push through it. But there are body parts that get affected, one. Two, um, you, you're just um, throwing all some other body mental things, okay? I personally subscribe to the, the break. You know, people kind of, you know, cool about this, but um, I actually believe in taking a break every hour. Mm. Now, an hour... It might be just standing up and moving around for five minutes, but it really, when you do that and you focus on doing it, it's like waking up a body. It's like waking you up, you know? Uh, you don't realize how tense your body gets. You don't realize how some things kind of lock up on you, whatever. And and this can happen at various ages. I mean, I, I mean, young people and older people. So I just want to say a little bit more than maybe, um, and maybe an hour is too much, but at least two hours every two hours because uh, it, it oxygenates your, you know, your bloodstream, and you really become better performers you know and then the other thing or you know some people it's just meditating mm -hmm. um that too can do it um i don't do the meditation as much but um i try to at least you know once a day do some mindfulness but i just want to throw that out there that i, I would probably recommend a little bit more you know more people say well i don't have time i don't have time to exercise well you know what? We all got the same 24 hours. And yeah, you do have time. It's just do it right. You know, yeah, ideally you'd pump on out of bed and get your half hour in, do your exercise first thing in the morning. But, you know, exercise and taking a break, two different things. You do your mm -hmm. exercise, knock it out because you need it. But the break is in between while you're working. You must re-energize your body parts. So um, I was going to say something about that and it went away. But yeah, well, you know, well, I say, oh, I shouldn't generalize, but you know, even your, your fit book says fit book. There's one, there's one of the new words. I slip one in on you for you. I slip one in on you. Fit <laughs> bit, uh, you know, urges you up. You need 250 more steps this hour. So to your point about taking a break every hour, when I do wear my fit bit and I've sat too long, it does tell me, hey, get up, girl. So yeah. that's what they should have. That's what I had to reprogram mine to say, hey, get up, girl. 
But uh, anyway, whatever it takes you to get you out of your chair, just to move those body parts. Um, uh, and then of course, you know, everybody's favorite, turn off your blue lights earlier. Er, so that means uh, stop staring at your phone, turn off your computer. Cause I know if I don't get off that computer by nine o'clock, I am not sleeping. Mm -hmm. My brain does That's not right. know how to deactivate. I, I, yeah. Right. That's right. I'd say two hours. I, I mean, what I've been reading is two hours before bedtime. Basically. Yeah. That suggested I go to bed at 11 o'clock, but you know, that's on my list of things to do. Right, yeah. We didn't even talk about sleep. That totally should have been on the list. Right. Yes. Yeah. But you know, and I read somewhere, you know, watch TV with your sunglasses because it kind of helps your brain do that. And that is, that actually helps. I really enjoyed that. Um, then I started cleaning up. So I don't have my sunglasses in the living room anymore, but I do like watching TV at sunglasses. Like at night, I, I do feel a little bit more protected and a little bit less impacted. So whatever it takes you to, to do and let me just go ahead and do a little show and tell these are some fashion blue light glasses um that you're supposed to wear while you're um, on the computer she said so anywho look strategy and st um, stamina those are the two things that are really going to help you get over you know those hills those roadblocks so make sure that you're taking care of yourself and that you're thinking it through so it's a process it's a mental process it's a physical process see how nicely those two go together now, look, we might have said some strange terms to you other than fit book. I mean, that might be a new word that we're going to work on. But what we want you to do is take what we've given you so that you can make some changes. So log your time for one week, at least one week, and categorize each item as an in your work and on your work or above your work and on and on or above your business. Now, I'm just going to remind you that as a multipreneur, your goal is to be working above the business. You are the ringmaster. You're the, the orchestra conductor. You're not out there doing the do. And I know we like to do the do because sometimes it's fun. But you are up here. This is where you're, you're rising above. And so you need to look at what you're doing with your time and how you're spending your time. And then once you have that list, farm out those tasks that keep you working in your business. That's not where you need to be. For best results, I know, I know. You need to create written procedures, checklists, and schedules. That will help your um, team member, assistant, help you better if you give them clear directives on how to do this, that, and the other. And that way you don't have to keep coming back fixing things. Be clear. Um, and if appropriate, delegate as much of the on your business task as you can. You do not have to do it all. So that's three things we need to leave with you, right? Mm -hmm. Your strategy, your stamina, and do not do it all. Um, and guess what? Uh, breathe. So, because sometimes we just get so wound up tight, the shoulders start to come up and we're just like, mm -hmm. we need to do some in and some out. It will be okay. All righty. Cecilia? Well, I, I do have um, one last tidbit. And I think that this, you know, is not additive. It's part and parcel of what we talked about. So public service announcement for May, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. 
And I've seen several things and, you know, we just haven't broken the code on this mental health. Hmm. There's a mental health crisis. So with that being said, you know, it can strike anybody. It can strike the most advanced person who seems to have it all. Um, Children, you know, it could, you know, you, me, it it could strike anybody. So the point is being aware that there is such a thing, right? It's mental as your brain. All these things affect your brain. It's health, your brain health, right? The brain pillars of health. So there are just a lot of people talking about it because there's a need. And so uh, if you have employees, I mean, how many times, you know, sometimes we don't check in with our employees, but and sometimes we're so busy checking in on our employees that we don't take, you know, check in on ourselves. Um, I know I find sometimes, I mean, I have so many people to encourage that, you know, I have to kind of take a breath and then maybe I can't talk to this person today. You know, you have to recognize those points along the way and limit your time. So that's all part of the strategy and stamina okay and finally just kind of what we've been talking about all year hey we're trying to get to that peak performance we're trying to you know as we do these things as we share what you know all the tools to help you get there the growth factors it is um you know we we want to accomplish more i mean some some of you are starting out new but some of us have been at it for a while and we want to peak. So all these things will help you with that. But but you do have to be take um, it, it's an awareness of where you are with all these things. All righty. So in on or above. Strategy and stamina. Those are your takeaways and take care of yourself and be aware of others and who may be struggling. Um, and make sure you get the help that you need. We want you to be, we want you to finish the journey well. We didn't even say that, but that's what we're talking about. All righty. Thanks so much. And I think that will do it for today. Now, make sure that you tune in next week because we are pleased to present another exciting episode of our Trailblazer interview series. It is women who lead, women who inspire, and women who get things done. We will be talking with Sandy Rosenthal, who will share her story of how David beats Goliath again. Make sure you tune in. We'll see you there. Today's podcast was brought to you by Pink Passport Society, Larissa Troach, founder and leadership coaching, mentoring connections with Cecilia Benford.